Amen. God is with us. I'm going to take my text tonight from Luke chapter 2, verse 4. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, out of the city of Nazareth, into Judea, unto the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David. You know, um, this last Christmas, you know, we didn't get to go where much or it's not, we didn't gather with big family or anything. So, uh, and also during December, our family devotion is, you know, starting in the book of Matthew. And we read through some of this also. But, you know, all the time <clears throat> growing up, reading about when Joseph took Mary to uh, Bethlehem there is one thing that I never thought of. You know, I, I never thought of when Joseph took Mary and left, you know, his hometown there to go to Bethlehem, you know, just to uh, pay his taxes, to do the census, do his duty as a citizen of the country at that time, of the city at that time. Uh, did he ever thought that he was never coming back home to his hometown? Because uh, where he was going was only about 70 miles away, you know. Um, it's only a, at that time by donkey about four to six days travel. But uh, since Mary was pregnant, probably a little bit longer, a couple of days longer. It's almost the same distance as us, you know, some, some of us, depending on where we le- uh, live, going to the beach, you know, Seaside or Lincoln City. I mean, can you imagine just, okay, one weekend you're going to the beach and then you're just there, you're never coming back here. I, I, I never thought of that. I mean, that's just amazing. I wonder that Joseph ever thought of that, that, hey, uh, I'm going to go pay my taxes, uh, do some census, and then never coming back home again. So, and, and that's what uh, happened. You know, there, there's a, there is a lot of reason why people move. Nowadays, because of all the situation and all that's going on, uh, you hear a lot of uh, moving, people moving from one place to another, from one state to another, or even from one country uh, to another. So there are a plethora of reasons why we choose to move. I mean, sometimes we move because we want to look for a better place, a better city, better town, better home for our children, for ourselves. Uh, better future. Sometime we want to move um, because we don't have a choice. Uh, our job takes us to a different place, a different city, different country even. And um, sometimes it's an unsafe condition where we, we are at. And so we have to move. Uh, and then you know, sometime uh, we don't want to move. We think that we are living in the greatest place ever, you know. And, you know, a lot of people think Portland is, you know, I, I heard during one of the camp meeting, right, that uh, it's uh, the closest place to heaven. Uh, that's not my quote. But, uh, yes. And again, th- there's many reasons why we move or we don't want to move. Now, we all have plans. Uh, it's great to have plans um, because, um, well, uh, let me, there's a proverb 16.9 says that, uh, a man's heart devises his way, but the Lord directs his steps. Uh, it's great to have plans. It's great to set goals. Uh, it is widened and it's wise and prudent uh, to plan for our futures because um, God give us the mind and uh, to think 
and to make uh, these plans. He gave us free will uh, and wise choices to make wise choices in life. Uh, Sometime our plan doesn't go according to what uh, we set, uh, how we uh, uh, foresee, because sometime our plans are nearsighted and uh, limited. But God can see way beyond what we plan, what he has set for us. God can see the future that is beneficial for us, uh, and not just for at the moment, but for later also. Yeah, he directs our step to bring us um, to a place that could not be thought possible by us. You know, I had a plan to live in Tacoma forever since I first came to America. I love that uh, the little town. I mean, you can get from one end of the, t- uh, the town in 10 minutes from one end to the other. Uh, I didn't want to move. I love, uh, you know, our, our small church, uh, good, close, tight family. I knew everybody after going there so many years. I started coming to church. Uh, again, it, it was a great place to live. It wasn't co-crowded. But, you know, went to camp meeting and met this girl. And she's from Portland, of course. You know, Portland is great. Uh, when we were still all at church here, I still haven't met everybody that's come into church here yet. And I've been here for, man, more than 15 years. Uh, so, again, that's how uh, intimidating is uh, here and stuff like that. I'm a shy, quiet, introvert little guy. Yeah, but, uh, again... I plan to, I even convinced, you know, when I met this girl and asked her to marry me, say, hey, let's come to live in Tacoma for a while. I was thinking and hoping, praying that she would fall in love with Tacoma and just stay there. And sure enough, I mean, we even, right before our lease was up, uh, we even went to look for a house. We almost even put an offer up uh, for a house there in Puyallup. But, you know, the next week and... Yeah, out of the blue, God uh, gave us an opportunity to move here. Yeah. And, um, of course, we couldn't say no. And we prayed about it. We had the peace. And uh, we knew it was God's will. So here I am in the great city uh, of Portland. And hopefully, you know, if you, um, <clears throat> once COVID thing is over, if you haven't uh, come shake my hand yet, please do. Uh, again, there, there's some of you I yet still need to, to meet and get acquainted with. So, but again, sometime uh, we have to move because uh, we don't have much of a choice. It's unsafe. Just like uh, Mary and Joseph, the second time when they moved, they live in Bethlehem for a couple years already. So, uh, you know, I'm sure he got used to that. And then uh, God warned Joseph uh, that, hey, you need to uh, get up, take the child and the mother and you know, go into Egypt because you, your life are in danger and uh, their life were threatened. So again, there may time why we have to move because uh, reason is our life is in, in danger and the situation is unsafe. And, uh, you know, Adam and Eve had a perfect place to live. Uh, it was literally perfect. Anything they want, anything they need. Uh, I'm sure probably the most beautiful uh, sunset, sunrise ever. But because of their sin, uh, they gave up paradise for hardship. Because of their act of disobedience, it cost them the best place ever to live. Again, just like them, because of our act of disobedience, it could cost us where we should be in God's will. And 
when that happened, yeah, you don't want to, but you will be out of God's will. Again, just like Adam and Eve, it cost them everything. So they choose to live in hardship. Yes, I say choose because it's their choice because they chose to disobey God's command and God's will. And the same with us. We all have a choice. Like I mentioned earlier, God gave us free will. We have a choice. We know what's right and wrong as long as we let God lead us. Now, then there's also, there was a, a rich young ruler in the, the New Testament. He had everything. He was well taken care of. He was all set in life. I mean, he was probably the envy of the town. He can go anywhere he wants. Go to the beach, travel, take any vacation, uh, probably have you know, a whole group of entourage with him all the time. Uh, people to attend to his every need, can eat whatever he want, have a you know, personal chef cook whatever he want at any time. He had the best of everything, uh, the best clothes, Probably the best camel, the best ride, the best horses, uh, and uh, pro- and the best retirement plan. And he probably, you know, uh, donated to the the local synagogues and give plenty to charities. But you know what? With all the thing he had, he knew there was something missing. You know, um, so he knew that it was incomplete. I mean, he lived almost a perfect life. But it was incomplete. So again, he asked Jesus, uh, what do I need to do to enter into the kingdom of heaven? And of course, Jesus told him, you know, give up everything, sell everything you have and follow me. He didn't want to do that. He cherished what he had so much that he didn't want to enter into heaven. I mean, he cherished the possession so greatly that he's not willing to give that up to go with Jesus to live in heaven in eternity, which is sad. Now, contrary to that young ruler, there was another ruler that was willing to give up everything and move to a place that was very beneath him, uh, literally and figuratively. You know, uh, he was willing to give up his position, his power, his throne, his crown, his life to show us his love, to show us that he cared. He moved from an incorruptible place into an incorruptible, corruptible body just to show us that he loved us. You know, he realized, he knows that, hey, the world that we're going through, yes, might be tough. It might be hard, but he was willing to, you know, give up being in that perfect place to come down to show us a way that, hey, I will show you how to go through this world how to live through this world. If I can overcome it, you can too. And there's no reason you can't because I will come in as one of you. I will come down to be as one of you so I can show you the way through this world and to get to the heaven where a place where I will set up and build for you. Now, for that reason, that's not alone. He loves us so much that he came us to be one of us to show us uh, to overcome this world. <clears throat> you know, um, he, uh, he, it doesn't matter, you know, where we move from or where will we move to, call, God call us to live a particular way. In Titus 2.12, it says, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lust, we should live soberly, 
righteously and godly in this present world. And that's what Jesus came to do. He came to show us how to live to denying ungodliness, worldly lusts, and, and to live righteously and godly in this present world. And that's what he did. He lived without sin. He lived through this world, uh, in this present world, denying all that. So we can too. If he can show us the way, and he did it, then we can also. You know, spiritually, we are called to move towards God. We are constantly to draw closer to him. Because it says, draw nigh to God, and he will draw nigh to you. Tonight, you know, if you are not moving closer to God, you might be moving away from God. If you're not moving toward God, you might be moving towards yourself. If you're not moving toward God, you might be moving towards the world. And if you're not moving closer to God, you might be uh, moving closer to hell. Just think about that. You know, if you're not moving closer to God, you are moving away from him. If you're not moving closer to God, you are probably moving towards yourself. And the world teaches us that self, we can become our own God. We can become our own master. No, the Bible teaches us that our master and our God is the Lord and Savior, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Again, if you're not moving towards God, you are a step moving closer to hell also. That might sound harsh, but it's the fact. It's the truth. The only person, the only thing we should be moving towards is God and his love for us. Uh, you know, it, it's in life, it is important where we live, but this is not our home. Right now, we are, we are to live um, not what the, uh, we should live expecting where do you want. The question for yourself is, where do you want to live at the end? Not right now. The most important question you should ask yourself is, where will you live in eternity? Where are you moving towards in eternity? Because that is the main question. Because uh, with the world's going on, and everywhere we believe, and, uh, and, and how things are going, it, it, again, it is another day closer where Jesus will be coming back. Um, where will your home be in eternity? If you're not sure, if you don't know for sure, if you're not 100% sure, boy, tonight, you better make sure that you are sure, 100% sure, where your home will be in eternity. Because at a blink of an eye, Jesus will be back soon. And today, to take those who has accepted him into their lives. You know, right now, who or what you are moving towards will decide where your home will be in eternity. Don't be like the rich young ruler who has everything in this world, but knew he was missing something more important in life, but was not willing to give up this world for a better future, for a better eternity. So tonight, what are you afraid to give up in this world? that is holding you back from having a place, having an address in eternity. So God is calling you right now. He wants you, he wants to move into your heart and into your life. 
He wants to direct your steps. Are you willing to move towards him and not away from him? So in, uh, let me close in uh, with this verse here. Titus 2.13, after that one. Looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Are you looking for that great hope that when Jesus is coming back and to be with him in eternity? So tonight, my question for you is, what are you moving towards? Who are you moving towards? If you are not moving toward the Lord Jesus Christ, you are moving in the wrong direction.